Oi, Physic, what's going on? We're here to talk about lizards and locations. Oh, those blokes just want to do the podcast? Yeah, they're amazing. Yeah, they got like campaigns with space. Wait, we're on the space one. We are, and you're in it, which is amazing. And you're in it, which makes it perfect. You're so sweet. And I got a gun blade, and I even make sandwiches. Yeah, you do. So, uh, they got the one of schools for fools? Stop saying that. School is perfectly fucking. Was it the same diff? Oh, the one with dragons! Which is super spooky, almost like it's a torment test. No, that uh, dragons are scary, but that's the Curse of Strong one that we're gonna Right, on. right. Oh, and holiday specials. Which oh. are great. Yeah. But oh, where can I find them? You can find them on Twitter and Mastodon and Instagram and Facebook. And if you really want to support them, you can find them on Patreon. Oh, steamy Patreon. Stop thinking about your people, sub. Fine. Anyways, YouTube on Tuesdays, eh? Tuesdays on YouTube and Spotify and anywhere else you listen to your podcasts. That sounds great. Lizards and locations. Lizards and locations. Oi, Gavin, just a minute. Big boy, you, do you like this cube? Get off my ship. Flat dragon. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to You Wanna Do What? The podcast where Dungeons and Dragons sometimes happens. Um, again, our new little theme song. Hope you liked it there. And a note from uh, Lizards and Locations. Listen for us. We're going to be uh, uh, having a... Uh, maybe you might hear us over there. Maybe in a little bit. I don't know. Keep your ears out. Lizards and Locations. Check them out on Twitter. And, of course, if you want to follow podcasts... You couldn't really do any better than these guys. They're, they're just, they know what they're doing. Really kind people. Also, a little love over to the usual at Fay Earth. Don't forget, check out their most recent episode, Season 2, Episode 12. Recovering from the magical mucus. No, I'm not kidding. Over at Gamma Radio, they're working on their fifth season. That's... Pretty fun. Girls Who Don't D&D, Lads on Tour. Uh, not forgetting the ones over at Rolling For What? The Split Party. And Z1. Nothing but love. Also, Primus Sharp Edge Dice for giving me the tools I'm going to use to torture my players tonight. And Dichotomy Games for this game. Where we find ourselves with not but Lula, Apollo, Bickle, and a dead... Gibbering madness as a gibbering mouther dies on the floor. Your newfound friend, the Gork, is nowhere to be seen. What do you guys want to do? Uh, can you describe what room we're again in or share the picture of it? Because I forget I what most room we're in. I'm just grabbing the picture now. Bear with me. And sent. You see in front oh, of you the corridor. That's right. 
Who is our friend again? Uh, the Gork. That was Donovan's character as uh, you notice that he has slipped off into the darkness. Well, with, with this, didn't someone end up using the shrouds on it? I did. Okay. And what happened to the creature? I killed it. died. Cool. Okay. So I guess we can just go through the portal. I'll be following you. Alright, portal. So do you want to go to the one across the room, or do you want to go to the one from whence you came? As yeah, it is new portal. Still new portal. Dark. Very well. As you go to the new portal, the scatter spray spell, in effect, causes all small unseen, unsecured items to fly off in all directions. Do you have anything on your person, person that is not secured? No. Lola always has all her bags all secure. Uh, That's accurate because you do tend to travel light. Apollo, do you have anything on you that is unsecured? I do not believe so, no. Very well. And Bickle, the only thing unsecured about him is as his butt plug flies out and goes into a small vortex. I think that'd be more secure. Loss. I'm working on stretching, all right? Yeah, but I think you might be a bit too loose if it pops out just like that. Oh, God. All right, mind your own butt plug. DM. Well, yes. looks like you're having trouble minding yours. Possible, possible interest item for Bickle in the future. The butt plug of holding. Ah! The butt plug of holding can only be removed by the person who put it in. It could be used as a torture device. Ooh, I need to write that down. All right, so what what do we see in the room, if anything? What check do you want me to make yes, while I fly what's up? Yes, new room? All right, well, first you'd have to roll a D100. 21. 21. This is a large bedroom. Oh. One moment. I am taking this screenshot. And sent. You notice this large, opulent bedchamber. It is well kept with a single door closing as soon as you enter. Are you ready for the weary to make rest? The doors in this comfortable and inviting bedroom can be locked by a key that sits on the shelf. There are five volumes sitting on a shelf in the corner. The bed has a somewhat gentle glow to it. The bed? Correct. You also oh, I would see like to detect a trunk magic. with the open... <laughs> Sleep spell. However, it oh. is only working for eight hours at a time. You notice that this is specifically a spell of rest. Oh, it's to get all eight hours of sleep. It is to get a perfect night's sleep. What about the trunk? 
You notice it's inside open, the so trunk. I'm cautious. You notice a black. It's open, cloak. so I'm cautious. Sorry. That's okay. You notice a black cloak. It almost pulls light into it, making it look darker than the room itself. Can I? Mm. Uh, it... Before you reach in there, I'm going to go ahead and fly up on the chandelier. And I am there going you know. to go ahead and use compelling duel with the chest to make sure it's not a mimic. <laughs> As you cast compelling duel, nothing happens. Man, I get you guys scared of everything. I finally succeeded as a DM. Well, we kind of have you say, oh, fuck a lot, so we succeed as players. Well said, you son of a bitch. <clears throat> I think it's safe. I want to take the cloak out. You do so. Okay. Nothing happens? It shrinks down to your size. And you can tell it has a very interesting magical feel as you slip it on. Hmm. I'm going to watch her as she slips it on to see if anything happens from the outside. She puts it on. Nothing happens. I'm going to do an Arcana check on it. Very well. Three. <laughs> <laughs> it's a piece of fabric! I would like to roll Arcana on it. Yeah, uh, you're like, that's the opposite of shiny. You can certainly try to roll Arcana there. Oh. It's better than what he got. Okay. Way better. You are not familiar with this specific kind of cloak, but you can feel what it is as an otherworldly creature that is a symbiont. It lives with you and it gently takes from your hit points. However, this cloak absorbs all magical damage that would render you to zero hit points. Oh, oh, DM, you fucked up. How? The way you ordered that. Ah, I'm not done. Okay. I'm only giving her the 12 version of it. I'm not giving her the full version. Okay, okay. I, I was just like, ooh. To be fair, I... Can I... am bound by the dice gods. Can I roll investigation on it? You can certainly try. And I'm gonna try to do a history roll. 20. Ooh. Oh. Okay. Investigation. You notice that this cloak is 
in a way, a creature. In a way, a cloth. It is both giving and taking. It requires a sacrifice in order to receive a save from death's store. Hmm. In other words, in order to take from its ability to save you from death, you have to be willing to give it your health every so often. How much health? Ah, you rolled a 12, didn't you? Yeah. I gave you a 12 word. Can I do any more of an arcana check on it? You can certainly try. Okay. Because you haven't done arcana yet. Me? No, I believe it was only Apollo who did. Oh. Okay. Ma oh. Wait. Okay. No, I rolled arcana. That was what my 12 was, remember? No, that was investigation, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. I mean... Okay. Uh, I've been trying to keep track of rolls. Am I wrong? No, you're fine. Okay. I got a 22 for Arcana. Arcana. <clears throat> you realize that this is a shadow symbiont cloak. When worn, it feeds on your energy in the form of experience points. <gasps> the large black cloak absorbs all magical damage that would otherwise render the wearer below zero hit points. It only protects from magic that affects hit points, costs 10 experience point per damage absorbed times the wearer's level. However, these creatures can only be harmed by magical spells or weapons. So, in other words, you still lose health, it absorbs what it takes from you. However, these creatures can only be harmed by magical spells. All damage caused to the symbiont also affects the wearer. If an attempt is made to kill them, they plane shift to the plane of shadows with the wearer rather than face destruction. A wearer who does not gain enough new experience to feed the symbiont must attempt a saving throw. If it's successful, the symbiont leaves, melting away into a deep shadow. After taking a chunk of experience, if you fail, it eats you. Okay, can you put all that in chat? But I also have a question. Yes. So because I have no more possible way of leveling up, how is that going to affect my levels and my experience? I don't oh, gain I any more experience. Oh, I wonder. Unless at some point someone helps me figure out how to do a paper sheet and level her up that way to the proper amount of levels she should be. I don't know. You know I'm more than willing to to help you. I, just I know, but I really like using... I really like using D&D Beyond to keep track of everything because it keeps everything more organized than I can. Oh, no, I, I hear you. That's how I was with my... Um, <clears throat> that's how I was with my... Uh, oh, hell, what was it? The the blood the blood race. The, the blood class. Blood Hunter? 
Yeah, that's how I was my, with my blood hunter. You wouldn't, you would be surprised how many times I said, "Hold on, let me grab my sheets," and then I spent like five minutes looking through my sheets, adding damage and everything like that from every sheet. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sure Doug, Doug could tell you. I spent a good while trying to go over my sheets every time we got, we got into anything. Oh yeah, but honestly, we spent practically our entire time just. <laughs> kind of bullshitting a bit anyway so long story short you have found a creature that eats of your experience in protection for your life i'm gonna put it in my bag of holding you do so however remember it is a creature i was just about to say that would it survive your bag of holding Um, well, hold I'm not going to use it. The bag of holdings exists between multi-dimensional planes of existence, right? Mm -hmm. So within those planes of existence, wouldn't there be something that it could feed on? If it was experience, if it was items, if it was anything like that. No. No, I'm just tossing something out there. What I know, what, but I have way too much shit for it to possibly damage any of it. You may remember that this thing only comes alive after it is worn. Mm, so in so other words, basically... once you put it on, you can't take it off. Shit, so you can't take it off. Well, I'm not putting it on. I thought you, can you said try you to did. take it off. Oh. But it does take away from your experience. I did not put it on because it said it would take hit points at first, so I wasn't risking that. Oh yeah. I learned more. So so go ahead and put it in your bag of holding. <clears throat> and so you do see in the rest of the bedroom that there is now a little hooter on the chandelier. Bickle is looking around, inspecting the cracks on the floor, making sure there are no traps, and he's going to roll for traps. Twenty-three. There are no traps. Alright, so there's nothing around here that'll kill us. Right. Do we want to take a rest? I know it's only been half a day, but I could use a rest, and that bed does look comfy. Um. Is there another door in there? Just the one. Um, well, Biggle, would you like to actually make something to eat before we decide to sleep? Oh, that I can do. I see there's, uh, there's a little closet, too. It's, uh... Oh, look, it's the key. Yeah, right. Uh, I suppose this is the key to the only door in the room, okay? Uh... Yeah, right. So... Wait, how do I cook in a bedroom? Really? Uh... 
well, how about I'm going to pull out some of my nice cheese, a pound, about two pounds of my blueberries, and my berry wine. Oh, you know that old too? I'm going to go. Do, I could do something like that. Well, let me see what I got. All right, so I have. You want something real straight? I'm going to. And he... I, sorry, go ahead. No, you're fine. I was gonna say while he's talking, I'm gonna go ahead and land, and I'm going to start um, looking at the dry teas, trying a beak full of each one. Uh, as Bickle reaches into his bag of holding and pulls out his uh, his, you guys remember his tent that's larger on the inside, do you not? Yes, of course I do. That's why I suggested it. He has that. As he pulls it out, setting up the tent, he goes to walk in. Oh! No! What? It doesn't work. What do you mean? It doesn't Look! look it's just it's just cloth now! The oh, port, no! The, 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 the enchantment doesn't... Well, the fuck are we? Hmm. Wait, magic isn't working? No, it, this is like a portal kind of magic. You know, bigger on the inside. Pocket dimensions. No Pocket dimensions. Remember, they don't work here. <gasps> that means the bag of holdings wouldn't work either. Well, that's a different kind of pocket dimension, isn't it? True. I mean, let's be honest. There's more than one kind of magic. So, um, that means all. I was working on a book in there. Shit. It was. I, I was only halfway through. Damn it. All right. So he's going well, to pull out his tea set. And his <laughs> vial of unlimited water, fill it up, and then grab some tea. Uh, hey, Lula, what tea do you have? Um. Oh, excuse me. Sorry, I was taking a drink. No worries. I have a few different ones. I have a lavender tea. Chamomile would be good for us to sleep. I have mm. a ginger orange, uh, a mint. I think I found the mint, and I'm just going to cough. <laughs> but I'm going to, Lulu's going to snack on a berry as well while her and Bickle are talking. I, uh, hey Lula. Yeah. Don't hate me, okay? Why? I'm gonna I'm gonna continue to sample the dry tea before s sticking my beak and. Do you have your weed out? No. Damn it. Okay. I was gonna say I was gonna start eating eating the weed whole. Oh. <laughs> a, a little higher bird, just kind of, yeah. 
Uh, and Bickle has some carrot flower tea that he brews reminiscing of Tim Hopper. He now has 11 bags left. So he's just going to drink the carrot flower tea. Think about... Uh, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but precipitation can flavor up to one liter of water, right? I don't know. Give me just a moment. Hey, DM. Yes? Do you remember the, the two books that I ended up picking up? Do you remember what they did? I know one was some kind of exceedingly rare one that was very, very precious to orcs and goblins. I can't remember what the what the other one was or did. I know there was a level up with one of them. I cannot remember with to be fair, I can't keep track of all your guys' stuff. No, you're good. I thought I had a jar down. Okay, um Ah, uh, here's <clears throat> this spell's a minor magical trick for novice spellcaster used for practice. You create one of the magical effects. Odor effects, light or snuff out a candle, clean or soil an object, chill, warm, or flavor up to one cubic foot of non-living material for one hour. So, I could potentially sugar my tea with pressedigitation. <laughs> oh, uh, I mean, DM. am I wrong? Nope. Uh, the book is called the Book of Maldorfus. That was the that was. Oh yes, the Book of Maldorfus. Yeah, there was that one, and then there was the legendary one to oaks and goblins. Bear with me, it's... <laughs> I have so many notes here. No, you're perfectly fine. I, I just appreciate it. Ah, here we are, the Book of Maldorpheus. It says here, well, Frank, one random magical effect roll on a table. <laughs> ah, crap. <laughs> my hubris has been my undoing. Was it a chart of what it could do? Uh, no, I, I used a random table. I have so many oh. random tables. Oh, shit. I just pick one again at random. Oh, shit. Hey, you can't say I'm not prepared to throw literal randomness at you. That That is very true, and we love it. I mean, double-edged sword. We still love it. All right, so. <laughs> As Bickle brews his tea, uh... He says, Lula, all right, if, if I solemnly swear to keep my hands to myself, can I sleep on the bed? Uh, 
Yes. Who do I have to swear to? And Bickle legitimately is like taking out a notebook and like ready to write down a name. Your mama. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, no, no, no. While I appreciate the joke, my mother's a fucking bitch. Remember, she used to <laughs> beat me and then, you know, go tell me, oh, go dance, go dance, lady boy, go dance. And then, you know, she ruined my childhood. I, I, I had to escape and then, but like, come on, my mom's a bitch. I'm pretty sure she was just abusive, Bickle. Uh, what's the difference? Um, a lot. Some people are just assholes. Your mom was like, I can't say that word. Alright, I'll tell you something. Do you know who goes adventuring? It's not little Timmy boy who grows up and inherits his father's winery and has a young bunny lass to marry. And then he goes up to somebody in the town and they're like, do you want to go explore the dark dungeons of Sir Blitherweather? I know you just had a baby and I know you have another one, but do you want to risk life and limb for ten gold coins? I've done that before, and a lot of times they'll say yes. Oh, look, there's a chamber pot. Why don't you go drink it? I know what a chamber pot is. I dare you, Bickle. I'm not stupid. Oh, it's clean. Bickle is going to plop his little dwarven butt down and go, uh, hey, uh, uh, I'd ask you to leave the room, but this is going to happen. Oh, no. <laughs> Can I, like, muffle myself where I, like... <laughs> and Pickle, like a uh, he like covers he himself... He goes into the corner, covers himself with the regular tent, and says, Does anybody know a spell? That could make this a little quieter. Hold on. Give me a second. Uh, can I cast blindness and deafness on me and uh? <laughs> That's not. It goes work to for take me. a shit. Can I cast blindness and deafness on me? I I I'll allow it, but that's not going to work for me because I have I have blind sense. That's not how that works. No, so let me bring this up again. Uh, sorry, no, uh, uh, blind sight. So basically I can effectively see anything that isn't behind total cover, even if you're blinded or in darkness. Moreover, you can see invisible creatures within that range. However, you could just choose to accept this spell. Oh, okay. Then yes, I accept it wholeheartedly, yes. <laughs> so, as you accept the blindness and deafness, Bickle asks your permission, do I have permission to touch you on the shoulder when I'm done? <laughs> what? I can't hear you! What if and during Bickle's... the whole time Lula's staring at him, but she can't see anything? 
and Pickle has to go under the pressure of her just blankly staring at him. <laughs> oh, you're not making this any easier, lads. <laughs> <laughs> I like how Bickle still tries to talk to her even though she's blind and deaf. <laughs> hey, don't tell me how to Bickle. I don't tell you how to Lula. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> as Bickle's in the corner making sounds that can only be described as ungodly, he gets up to wipe. Noticing he is completely clean, and so is the chamber pot. He pulls down his kilt, prestigitates his entire body clean, and touches you on the shoulder gently. Uh, so the spell only lasts like a minute or so, so it'll just wear off pretty quick. Oh god. I'm gonna do a roll here of 1d4 minutes. One minute. You are so lucky. <laughs> DM, I, 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 I just sent you a message. No worries. <clears throat> yeah, I am so glad I had that spell. So, as he can only do what is described as power shitting for one minute straight, it wears off as he stands up, freshens up his kilt, takes down the tent, and goes. Oh, well, that was enjoyable. Ew. What just, what just happened? Thing my butt I don't want to know. In, as long as it was, he was holding in a lot. Oh, Bickle. Oh, man. Would you rather I lie? I just don't want to know. Fair enough. All right. So, I'll, I'll take down the taint and... So, who, what do I need to swear to that I won't need to touch yes? I won't touch you or your hooter. Ha! Who? Um, how about this? I can actually use a spell to put up a wall between us. Uh, with no disrespect, how long does it last? Uh, give me one moment to find it. And DM, while she's talking... Base, you might not be able to go to sleep. Oh, that is true. While she's talking... Mean? Oh, go ahead. What do you mean? You can't concentrate in your sleep. Um... Give me a moment. Uh, and while she's looking that up, I'm going to actually go ahead and take out 
the um, the book of Maldolfus and just start reading it to see what happens. <clears throat> Very well. So I'm going to roll on another random table. Oh boy. I can't find it. Never mind then. Do you think it was like Ice Wall or something like that? Oh, I don't know. Mm -hmm. But it wouldn't last long enough anyways. You're lucky. This how, book of Maldorpheus gives you power to sway nobles into doing your bidding just a little easier. You now have what could be called a plus one to your speech. I'm trying to think of the best way to do it. Um, charisma. Thank you. You would have a plus one to charisma when dealing with all royalty. Oh, okay. Cool. Like I said, I have a lot of random tables, so I yeah. <laughs> No, hey, you're good. what's that book you're reading? I look up at her, and I telepathically tell her everything that I've read so far. Uh-oh. What's that? You do realize that she is royalty. <gasps> oh, fuck! <laughs> yeah, Lula is technically royalty. So, oh boy. As you teach Lula the same skills you have just earned, she now has sway. Over her own family. Well, that works. My own family, how? Because the only family she knows of right now is, like, her brothers, her kids, her parents, and then everybody in her little fairy village thing. She hasn't really <laughs> met other fae. <laughs> kids will now listen to you easier. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. What I mean is, Lula, now you have the ability as well to sway royalty with a plus one to your charisma whenever you speak with anyone royal. Ooh. Yeah, jerk. I'm just sharing the blessing, man. Can I read the book, too? You just did. Oh. There's he said no he telepathically gave you everything. Oh, okay. Well, All right, I'm going to go so... ahead and settle down and just curl up into a tiny ball and just slowly start scooting my way over to Lula until I'm curled up against her side. warmth 
Pickle has, uh, looks at you and says, and Lula. Lula doesn't take up much, well, I'll say Lula doesn't take up much space anyway, so she's not entirely worried if she sleeps in a tiny corner. Pickle has the interest of the bed to not touch her. Pickle uh, is going to look at Lula and go, all right, so what do I have to do? Who do I have to swear to so that way I can sleep on the bed and get a good night's sleep? Nobody, just go to fucking bed. Oh, I have an idea. And uh, Ray Bickle's going to twist his ring of curiosity and poof. Ow. <gasps> I'm going to immediately. Warm. I want both warmth. Bickle better call and the fuck Bickle around. is going to climb up on the bed. Do that big back stretch that cats do. But it looks really, really, really satisfying. Do I have to roll for that, or is that just a cat thing? That's a cat thing. Fair. You see where my mind was going, don't you, though? Yes. How big is Lula? I am one foot tall. Oh, wow, I'm shorter than you. Uh, I'm, I'm so 8.2 inches. Go ahead. I think, uh, so what Bickle's going to do is... Uh... <sighs> I'm trying to think of how to word this. Well, he's going to lock the doors before turning into a cat, clearly. <laughs> Just thinking about a cat trying to jump up at the door to close it. Yeah, no. That's, with a key in its mouth, no. <laughs> Plus, he can turn into a cat at will, so... This ring of curiosity. It's one of his favorite things. <laughs> so, <clears throat> closing the door, locking it. Uh, Bickle looks up at the chandelier and thinks, how the hell do we turn that down? Um, I don't know. Turn what down? The lights. It's bright in here. Oh. It's like it's um, it's just that. Oh, uh, just... Lula's gonna Lula's gonna clap twice. <laughs> <laughs> the lights turn off. You jerk. <laughs> <laughs> it is pitch black. A warm, comfortable, beautiful <laughs> sleep ahead of you. As you all gently drift off to sleep, you all have different dreams. Oh? Taking you all throughout the palace. You see the rooms you've been in. You see yourself. You see a creature, white, stalking a hallway familiar only to Lula, 
But this one has mm. blood dripping down its claw. Ah! <laughs> I don't like it. That's going to be a nightmare for Lula. Hold on. You settle into a full, deep sleep. Oh, it no, is paradise. As you fall into a deep sleep, Lula, it is paradise. What is Pickle paradise bear? for Lula? Uh, not Pickle. Paradise no, is no, a man moth and her kids. What is paradise for Lula? It's being at home with her kids and having man moth. Describe that to me. You know, like, what would you say to man moth? Well, it probably it, it's after all the adventuring, so she would be dressed normal, and she'd just be taking care of her kids. Maybe, you know, straightening out something on one of them while talking to Man Mop about how they have to pick up something from the store or whatever, like uh, like more not rations, but like just more food and stuff like that. And and as you say that, Man Mop. Reaches down, grabs your ass, and goes, Oh, come on, babe. You know I was going to go to the store anyway. Why did Why did you just tell me before? <laughs> and she's just listing off the stuff that they need. All right, all right. And you see he's taking down a magical pencil. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> you spend the whole day with Man Mom. Cozying wow. up by the fire with the kids, watching as he tells them stories, slightly inappropriate, but what the hell? It's our kids. <laughs> Normal kids are overrated anyway, you think to yourself, as Manbop <laughs> tells them all about the time that he had, I can show you, and then you slap him across no! the face. Oh, come on, it's their favorite story. It's their conception. Oh! As the dream fades, what would you do next with Man Mom? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, what Dom said. Here we go, DM. Go into the erotica. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know. <clears throat> this is what this is what you signed up for as a DM. Oh, I know. So as the night fades in. The kids are all asleep. <laughs> and Manmoth does two things. He casts a spell of silence on the door and a spell of lock on the doorknob. Then <laughs> he goes to your bedroom and does the same and just for good measure puts petroleum jelly on the doorknob to make it even harder to open. <laughs> just in case, babe. Remember last time? I don't want to. That's how little Timmy get to see the Firehouse 12. 
<laughs> and Timmy's not even our kid. <laughs> Sorry, I was channeling Man Mop. <laughs> oh, you're fine. I miss Man Mop. Man, explaining that position to his parents was fun. Yeah, they got three hopefully more kids it helped now. theirs. Oh, ah! yeah, they got three more kids now. <laughs> so you spend the evening doing things that have been reserved for either adult literature, wild animals, and interstellar species that you swear should not be able to fit together. <laughs> Roll a d20 to see how good the boom shakalaka is. Eleven. But it's also with her advantage. husband, so... Advantage. Nineteen. <laughs> okay, so with a nineteen and an eleven, he rocks your world. <laughs> you swear that you were gonna wake up from this dream pregnant. Please, no. <laughs> oh my Don't god, I didn't even consider me. that as an actuality. I just thought Don't that was a that euphemism. No, don't do that to her. <laughs> Cannot end up pregnant well in this hellhole, no. Man, I swear to god, if my dream I, sex is so up, good, I woke up pregnant. I swear to god, though, if you do, she wakes up and you just go, alright, Lula, roll a medicine check. I'm gonna fucking lose it! No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so that is your idea of a good, perfect dream. Apollo, you are next. As you fall gently asleep, you see the few horrors you've experienced and finding yourself into a deeper sleep, you find your paradise. What is your paradise? Oh, goodness. Um, it would probably have to be within a forest in the dead of night, flying around the fog and evening air surrounding the premises seem to stir and swirl in the darkness as a dusty mist and shades of night seem to collect in the atmosphere, forming around a black mass. The lights that remained flickering before finally going dark. The only light would be from the moon, shining its rays of light, bright and beautiful. It was as if the dark particles of the substance that made the fabric of the night and the stars were being drawn tightly together, but solidified in something not unlike an owl. His aura shimmered with multitudes of it, an imaginable amount of colors within the shadows. One might think the knight had chosen to take a corporeal form and had made itself manifest. For all his finery, there seemed to be something feral to him, something beastly, primal, and inhuman. His presence was paranormal, producing a bone-chilling draft that deli 
delicately kissed the skins or fur of those around him. A flash of shadow shot forth towards his prey, only to bring silence in the internal bliss as Apollo starts to feast upon his victim. Awesome. Um, as you drift off into your perfect slumber, you notice a little bit of a shift of the weight in the bed as another creature familiar to you climbs in, dreaming of its perfect paradise. Gork. Yes. What is your idea of paradise? Lots and lots of food. No, so like, <clears throat> it's a dream. What do you want to do? I want to eat in my dream. Food. So you <laughs> want to eat every food imaginable. Yes. So oh, you spend me... your entire dream surrounded by each food that you want to eat, never getting full, never having indigestion, never needing to stop to... Uh, get that last lick off the plate as everything is perfect. You clean every dish and then you lay down after a perfect meal, filling in all the best ways, and drift gently off again. Gork only has one question. Yes. Why? Follow <laughs> along, bear with me. <laughs> As Bickle dreams his perfect dream, which is just basically called an orgy <clears throat> with catering and a live <laughs> band. Oh, and uh, <clears throat> towel boys. <clears throat> oh, and, and weed pipes aplenty. As you all wake up in the morning, having a gentle, easy wake up from the bed enchanted with the sleep spell. Noticing your companion has found you, Bickle gets up, stretches, and makes sure to give him a big view of his cat butthole. <clears throat> uh, still like an endless void. <laughs> you said it was a sand trap last time. It'll change from time to time. <laughs> Fair. So yes, Bickle makes sure to show you his cat butt. You are all well rested and now have a plus two to your constitution for the next 12 hours. 
Cool. Actually, no, make that 24 hours. I want to do some shots. Pickle is going to wake and bake. Yes, wake and bake as well. I want a hard wake and bake. Very well. So, we are going to forego the rolls and get straight to the coin I had custom made for this podcast that says yes on one side and fuck on the other. <clears throat> we are going to find out are they going to survive this without having to make a series of probably terrible checks. Lula, would you like to be the first roll or the, or the first flip or the second flip? Uh, I will be the first. Very well. Fuck. <laughs> Lula. Dear sweet Lula. You are stoned mm -hmm. as balls and unable to leave the bed for the <laughs> next 24 hours. 24? You did so much. Snoop Dogg would probably give you a thumbs up, if not a standing ovation. Fuck yeah. Nickel follows suit. Oh, fuck again. Okay. NDM? Yes? Um, since Apollo wouldn't smoke it, I'm just going to say ahead of time that he would just eat it. Oh, That, yes. no. <clears throat> so... <laughs> <laughs> I am also going to flip for you. A third fuck. Gord. Okay, Apollo. You spend the entire time walking around because you forgot how to fly. Gord's turn. And I'm just going to just roll around in a ball. Gork is just looking for some food. And Bickle hears food and starts pulling out rations. Various chunks of cheeses, meats, hard breads, and crackers. You see vials of different drinks of juices. Some dehydrated meats and berries. Hard tack breads. And various sauces. Alright, uh, I've got a little bit of everything. I've got a little bit of sliced ham. That's roast some, some... Lula, can you cast identify on this? What What is this roast again? Oh, shit. Oh, turn them back into a cat. <clears throat> and he just... Lula's just gonna be... Off. Lula's just gonna be uh, laying up at the bed, staring at the chandelier, going, Pretty light. Uh, and Bickle's just going to have pulled out an extraordinarily large amount of rationed food. 
I'm immediately going to just roll over and just start eating all the berries. Ah, you notice, in fact, that there is a few pounds of berries, but they are dehydrated. Still going to try to eat them. Very well. So you pick up these dehydrated berries, which they're not that bad. They're just kind of preserved and taste a little old. You managed to get a good night's rest. However, you are stoned as balls and do not know how to fly. Gork, no, you're fine. Do you want to do? Gork gonna swan dive into the food. And all they're gonna hear is Wee! Very well. So as everyone is stoned out of their balls, eating food and sleeping for 24 hours, using the rest or the sleep spell over and over on the bed, you all know not only get an extraordinarily good night's rest, you get a long night's rest, of course, so you can put that on your uh, character sheets. But Gork, you level up. Apollo, you level up. What level are we talking? Just one level. Okay. Uh, since Lula is a little indisposed right now with being stoned, I'm going to take this opportunity to run to the restroom real quick. Go right ahead. And actually, what we're going to do is that's where we're going to take our first break for the night. So everybody just hold on, and we will be back shortly. Oi, Physic, what's going on? We're here to talk about lizards and locations. Oh, those blokes just want to do the podcast? Yeah, they're amazing. Yeah, they got, like, campaigns for space. Wait, we're on the space one. We are, and you're in it, which is amazing. And you're in it, which makes it perfect. You're so sweet. And I got a gun blade, and I even make sandwiches. Yeah, you do. So, uh, they got the one of schools for fools? Stop saying that. School is perfectly fucking. Was it the same diff? Oh, the one with dragons! Which is super spooky, almost like it's a torment test. No, that- uh, dragons are scary, but that's the Curse of Strahd one that we're gonna- Right, on. right. Oh, and holiday specials! Which are oh. great. Yeah. Oh, where can I find them? You can find them on Twitter and Mastodon and Instagram and Facebook, and if you really want to support them, you can find them on Patreon. Oh, steamy Patreon! Stop thinking about your meatball sub. Fine. Anyways, YouTube on Tuesdays, eh? Tuesdays on YouTube and Spotify and anywhere else you listen to your podcasts. That sounds great. Lizards and locations. Lizards and locations. Oi, Gavin, just a minute. Big boy, you, do you like this cube? Get off my ship. Flat dragon. Okay, after that brief message from the guys at Lizards and Locations. So, we rejoined everyone finally after a three-day eating, smoking, and sleeping bender, having the best sleep of their life. And forgetting traumatized, that had, okay? <laughs> forgetting that they had any end of all responsibility, Bickle, as a cat, makes sure over the time to have at least one people per day see his butthole. <laughs> the only thing darker I've seen are the halls of this place. Oh, by the way, Bickle has big ginger balls. 
Uh, <laughs> I didn't want to they look uncomfortably large. Stop! I'm gonna I'm gonna go up and I'm going to start pecking at them, thinking that. No! <laughs> Okay, I will allow it because that's hilarious. Go ahead and make an attack roll. Oh, fuck. Okay. No, we already used those dice. Is he expecting this? Um... No. Okay. He expects a bird to randomly peck at Hold on. Balls. Hold on. DM. DM. Yes. Do me a favor. Give me just. Also, DM. Yeah. Uh, can you do me a favor and roll a d20? Uh-oh. Ten. Hmm. I rolled a 10. Your, ball, your balls are grappled. Oh! <laughs> oh. So, f- 14, 14 points of damage. <sighs> and your balls are grappled. I sent it to the group, because I, I just can't. So, you're a jerk. (laughs) It's just how I have this guy set up, okay? So, should Bickle roll to see if he's into it? Hmm. Hey, on a side note, I'm really proud of myself. I just put up all my clothes. All right, so... He wants to be into it, tries to pretend to be, but doesn't like it. (laughs) (laughs) After realize it's not a fruit, I'm just going to go ahead and let go and just go stand by the poodle. You see, he's just... Limping over, and he's going to lie down and sort of gently lick his balls under the blanket. What? 
He is a cat. Oh, right. Okay. Okay, did you forget that randomly? Yes, I did. <laughs> Not that Pickle wouldn't be into that, but he is a cat. He has to cat, no. cat it up. All right, oh, Lula, good. where have you been doing this whole time? After you come to. <laughs> Just watching <laughs> them all interact and shaking her head and going, my infants are smarter than this. Lula. What? Roll a medicine check. Don't you dare! <laughs> I'm fucking with oh, you. Oh, ho, ho, oh. <laughs> no, no, Lula, Lula. Make a medicine check, but not for the reason you're thinking. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, I don't oh. have good luck with medicine checks. 24. <laughs> I don't have good luck. You, you remember your dream vividly and almost feel as if you are sore the next morning. Oh. You have, like, the echo of remembering when you were sore the next morning and it was worth it. <laughs> yes, always. Apollo, you wake up feeling refreshed. You feel rejuvenated. You feel oddly full. <laughs> Bickle <laughs> wakes up and feels oddly empty. Gork has eaten ten days worth of Bickle's rations. <laughs> what do you guys want to do? Uh, I think it's time we moved on to the next room, guys. Bickle's gonna turn back into himself and go, Alright, I'll agree to that. I, oh. Oh, I slept wonderful. Has any... Why does my mouth taste like mouse? <laughs> Gross, Bickle. I don't... Hey. I don't complain about your diet. You don't complain about my... I was like, I don't have a weird I'm diet. Yeah, you you can have the the weird husband. My husband is not weird. Make a deception check. A what? You're not telling me that man mob is not weird. That's fine. I'll 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 do a deception check. Twenty seven. Oh. Also, uh, oh. peep my modifier real quick, too. I saw it. Mm-hmm. So this would be an insight check. But a 27 is going to be impossible. So... <laughs> he can try. Please continue. He is not weird. He's eccentric. I'll allow it. 
<laughs> it's true. It is extraordinarily accurate. All right. Gork feeling good, Apollo feeling rested, everyone getting ready to check their equipment, walk out the door, tidying up behind them, Bickle, make sure to go pee before he leaves, closing the door to another D100. Forty-five. I feel like we've been there before. Well, we're about to find out. I think we have as well. No, you have not. Oh. Or you have entered another corridor. If you give me just a moment, I am sending you the information now. Mm-hmm. And there we are. You notice in this corridor, <clears throat> arriving, you will enter this chamber through the door on the left. Visitors, you notice this corridor is lit by a single torch and the flames coming from a floating skull. Soot stains the marks the walls and a, divide, a variety of debris litters the floor. What do you guys want to do? Uh, can, uh, is there, so there's nothing dangerous and there's nothing to loot? What is, what, what is that above the ceiling, like by the ceiling? That is a flaming, floating skull, bobbing up and down, patrolling the corridor. Is it a threat? It is currently not attacking you. It is just bobbing along. I'm going to fly next to it. As you fly next to it, it doesn't even notice you. As you fly silently... Do you want to do a sneak check, or do you just want to fly as if you want to be seen? I'm actually going to try to telepathically communicate with it. It stops. You hear... Who dares? I roll inve I I need to roll inve Where did that voice come from? I want to investigate where it came from. I'm going to say friends. You all hear it suddenly in your heads. I'm just going to say friends. Friends, I do not know. This word escapes me. Uh, I it rolled investigation. Did not know it's in life. Huh? Sorry, you were just still talking. I didn't realize. Sorry. No, no, no. It's fine. That was actually the end. Uh, he's saying, "I did not know it in life." 
Oh, he's dead. Well, I rolled it's investigation. It's a flaming floating skull. What do you think? I guess. But I rolled a oh, you're dead. It's a flaming floating skull. Shut up. Uh, so you wrote a 28? A 28 for investigation, yes. Dang it. You know that this creature, this otherworldly apparition, is commonly used as a gatekeeper. A gatekeeper for what, though? I'm going to communicate the word masters. It does nothing. Tell me who you rule, and I'm going to do persuasion on it. You can certainly try. 16. What would you like to know? Anything specific? Who they were and how they died. I was in life a spy. Smart, sleek, found I was, wizards they were, cursed I am, stop you I must. As all the doors lock shut. Hold on, wait. What do you guys do? When, when he finishes, Lula's gonna pause, look up at him and go, Artreus? Atreus or, or is it Atreus or Atreus? What? The 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 I read something earlier when we first came into the doors, and I wrote it down, and it's uh, Atreus, traitor, spy, friend. Your secrets are kept forever now, despite your treachery. You helped lay the stones, so you will not be forgotten. Holy crap! You wrote it down. Yeah. <laughs> Of course I did! Why not? I was the only one that could read it, too. So I know oh, the guy's name. finally! I'm so proud someone made notes! <laughs> <laughs> you were talking about, you said spy, and you know, traitor and stuff. I was like, I have something about that written down. Oh my god. <laughs> Someone finally writes things down. <laughs> I I can send you my inv I have it under inventory D&D uwu and it's literally everything like if you've sent me a description or any kind of like it's copy and pasted in here. Like anything you you've sent me really. Finally, someone who makes notes. I'm so happy. I I have a whole list for the Council of Dragons so I can keep track of what keys I've got, man. 
<sighs> I'm so happy. And I even go to the lengths of like writing them out and writing obtained next to it, and I make it bold, italicized, and underlined. And all the Dumb. dragons are numbered and in alphabetical Dumb. order. Dom, keep this woman happy. <laughs> Seriously, keep this woman happy. Very well. So, uh, you remember the name of Etrius the Spy. You know now that he was caught and cursed. What do you want to do? Uh, so what I did in the underground uh, religious area with the bringing light to it and stuff, can I, like, take that, can I, like, the way I purified that space, can I purify him? You can try. What would I be doing for that? I can't remember. It's been a hot second since I've done it. I get a plus one to all religion checks already. I wrote that down. But what am I rolling for that? Well, what is it you want to attempt? I want to attempt to basically remove the curse from him. Hold on, uh, wait a second. I suppose that would be a religion check, then? Hold on, wait a second. Let me check something real quick. I might have... Yeah, this would definitely be a religion check. Hold on, I'm reading something real quick, sorry. No worries. Okay, never mind. Uh, so religion, yeah? Religion, you are correct. Twenty-eight. Ooh, 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 ooh. Oh. Okay. Can I free this him? This flaming skull was cursed by Merkel, the god of the dead and decay. Originally a mortal man, a necromancer, he ascended to godhood and is now known for deadly curses on the dead and dying. He is also known as the Lord of Bones. Bones for the Bone God. Hmm. You remember? <laughs> uh. What do you guys want to oh, do? Can I use my? Connection to Ravana as well and have her assistance on this. On what? To be fair, Ravana is a demigod. I know, but she still deals with death, right? She deals with. 
Uh, more along the lines of physical rebirth and spiritual undeath. Like spirit, like the spirit lives forever and just gets revived. Oh. Hold on, that's oh, that's a tough one. This is a quasi-deity. Ooh! You're in luck. This oh. is actually the lowest ranking of the deities, so it would, in fact, answer to Ravana. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I fucking love it. All it all works out, baby. It all works out. <laughs> I made her goofy laugh. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I fucking hate you. Hey, I didn't do anything <laughs> other than trigger a scenario. <laughs> So, you want to talk to Ravana? Go ahead and give me a religion check. A D20, and then, if that's successful, a D100. Thirty. <laughs> <laughs> Roll 2d100. It's going to be a d100 with advantage. 96. <laughs> 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 You better start praying. <laughs> Are right. you ready? Let us hear a truthful, loving, friendly plea to your favorite demigod. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually going to try this time. I hope you realize that. Oh, fuck. I hope so. <laughs> okay. Ravana, I pray to thee, command your lesser and release the spirit. Let him be free and experience peace. I pray in your name. You see Ravana. She comes down. Gives you a gentle half smile. Touches the skull. It slowly fades. 
and you see she holds in her arms a gentle, like a newborn baby. She looks at you, hands you the new newborn, and goes, It's your problem now! What? Got you, bitch! <laughs> Snaps her fingers, and then the baby disappears. <laughs> you thought I was gonna give you a baby, didn't you, bitch? Yeah, I did! You're that bitch! I tell you, whoop! The fuck? Oh, I'll call me when you need shit. <laughs> As she mutters her way back to whence she came, floating through stone itself, you hear in your mind, there better be bumping next time. <laughs> Holy shit, I can't believe I did that. I can't believe you were almost a mother again. I would I I would have been I could have handled it. Shall we continue? Alright, I'll say what we do is we get out of here. We grab is there anything in the room worth looking at, I suppose? Can I roll for investigation? Certainly try. Fourteen. As you look around, you do notice that there's a small crack in the wall. It seems that inside this is a small pair of boots. You can't quite reach all the way in. <clears throat> I can't even with my size? They're beyond your arm's length is what I'm getting at. Oh. Can I use Unseen Servant then? <laughs> <laughs> you can certainly try. So you summon with a. No, you summon the unseen servant because yeah. that's what you said first, and this unseen servant takes the form of a gnat. A what? A gnat. A, a fruit tiny fly. Bug? A tiny gnat. It fits in there. How is that going to move boots? Uh, can I also use my enhance ability and give it bull strength where the carrying capacity doubles? I'm sorry. A gnat weighs like as much as a grain of sand. Doubling the strength of a grain of sand <laughs> is saying there are two grains of sand. 
Uh, okay. Hey, DM. Yes. She can make any creature any size, right? By using that, by testing it. Okay. So, suffice it to what? say, it's just too short for her to walk in and too deep in for her to reach. Then what about just making like a tiny ook, keeping its strength so it can just go in and push him out of the way and be like, boom, bitch. I can't shrink people, like people though. No, it's not you shrinking you people. It's you, it, it's you manifesting. As, you as think small a gnome is forget that... there? A gnome is bigger yes. than me. Uh, yeah, no well, I'm just thinking you're like forgetting well. that there are other races. What? Okay, just... if someone with a human arm were to... You cut out. If someone with a human arm's length were to reach in, they could grab it. Would Bickle but... be able to? Bickle is a dwarf. Mm. I I guess we can't get him that because like nothing. DM. I'm gonna go ahead and go over to the hole, and I'm gonna squeeze myself inside because owls, mainly the their width, their girth, are literally just feathers that can just ploof down. Oh, they are. So you, yep. you waddle in, grab the boots with your beak, and pull them out. By the way, how much do you weigh? <laughs> um, about a hundred and fifty grams, but my strength is eighteen plus full. Uh, that's not what I was going for. So you weigh about a third of a pound. You jerk do not set off the lever that has a one pound switch on it. <laughs> cool. It was meant so that way if someone read, even reached in their arm and so much as bumped it, it was going to go off. And while I pull as... the boots out, I'm just going to plop on my butt and feathers go around me. As you pull out a pair of surprisingly light boots. I'm going to go ahead and inspect them. Very well. What kind of inspection do you want to do? Uh, I will do... Uh, let's... Oh, hell. Everything I have is only like a plus one. Uh, I'm just going to do a, an investigation. You can certainly try. 18. Ooh. You notice that these boots seem almost to make you 
light as a feather. Well, I'm already pretty much there. Um, I'm going to turn around and I'm going to tell Bickle to put him on. You reach over, hand it to Bickle. I don't put things on my body before I know what they are. That's how you get diseases. I I didn't know. I mean, hmm. I mean, you could always just put them on your balls. They're big enough. If you talk about their balls one more time. We'll be having I'm, owls take a safe on supper. I'm just gonna hoot <laughs> in laughter. So, Nicole is going to cast Identify and find out that these are, in fact, boots of featherweight or featherweight boots. They have no effect unless you step on a trap or other device that is triggered by weight. At the time, they reduce your wearer's, the wearer's weight to zero in the game device, the device. The wearer is then not aware of any change in weight unless the area is windy. If so, the wearer is blown about light as a feather for one round. Ooh, that could be interesting. <laughs> Trip on a, <laughs> a trap on a cliffside. Woo! Could you imagine if he put oh. him on his balls... <laughs> And next thing you know, there was a strong gust of wind. No. Way. <laughs> like I am mountain. going to. I am going to snag those boots though and put them in my bag of folding. You do that so. way. It's just tucked away while we're traveling. By the way, you feel a little closer to Ravana. And the next time you try to summon her, you get a plus one. Also, I loved the, the little speech. Do you currently have in a point of inspiration? No, I do not. You do now. Because I love the genuine reaction of her giving you the baby. <laughs> that was the the best. I, I had to, and that was the best. <laughs> so, as you no longer see the flaming skull, you also see about the floor a short silver sword stuck with five platinum pieces. They are skittered about. You collect them, and Bickle says, All right, I'll take the sword if you guys take the gold. I guess I'll go up to the gold and find out how much is there. Five platinum. I'm going to go ahead and just let Lula take it. All right. Well, how much is it? 
five platinum. Okay, thank you. As you've collected now everything in this room, you jerks, what do you guys <laughs> want to do? Uh, I guess we can carry on to the next one. Yep, I'll be right behind you. Very well. I believe the only one who has not had the chance to roll yet has been the Gork. Where is the Gork? He is not with us. He poofed out. Ah, my mistake. Very well. Apollo, you're next. Uh, do you just want me to roll the D100? Yes, please. 79. Would be a good one. I have a feeling. Oh, ooh. the Crypt of Diptera. Moment of photo. You notice this quote is dominated by an enormous marble statue of a beautiful lady. She is flanked by two large scorpions, a floating light circles around overhead, throwing strange shadows around the room. What do you want to do? The scorpions are above her. Uh, they are currently oh, no, on the ground. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and fly in and land on her head. Very well, you do so. Does my passive perception take in anything? Hmm. I have 25 for passive. Hmm. You notice that around her neck, is a very small key. Can I try to identify the scorpions? You certainly can try. Okay, history check. Nineteen. These are just typical run-of-the-mill scorpions. Oh. Lunch. Uh, you can certainly try. I don't know if owls eat scorpions. Uh, let me check that. I don't know. Lola, what Actually, were you wanting to do? Uh, 
give me a second. Apparently, Can owls I... do eat scorpions. Sweet. Interesting. I would like to fly up and investigate it. the statue, like whatever it's holding, and like just view the details more closely. You can certainly do that. And while she does that, I'm going to go ahead and swoop down and go ahead and try to attack it. Uh, do you want me to do an animal handling to make sure it don't get stung? Uh, this wouldn't be animal handling. This would be attacking something. Okay, then I'm just going to full on just go after it. I'm assuming it doesn't even... It's not even paying attention to me, correct? It's hungry. Huh? As they both roll for initiative. Huh? Me? Everyone. No. Oh, okay. So, do they they attacked us before I could attack it? Correct. Because Lula and I are both flying above them. Una they're unable to reach us at the moment. I said they could roll for initiative doesn't necessarily mean they're going to hit. Yeah, that's true. 20. That's what rolling to hit is. <laughs> oh, that's awesome because if they try to hit me and if I am able to dodge it, that would mean they could damage themselves during the fall. All right, first of the order is Lula. You see these two scorpions in front of you. What do you want to do? I would like to use... Oh, goodness, let me find it. Can I use um, Stinking Cloud? Uh, hmm. No, 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 never mind, no. I'm actually going to use one of my crossbows and aim at the scorpion. And what am I rolling to hit? Uh, just an attack roll. Twenty, not twenty. Oh shit! Oh, for <laughs> all right. What do you want to do? I am going to aim my crossbow and fire. And I want to fire straight for the base of its tail so it like separates the tail off of the body. Very nice. 
So you just take the tail clean off, killing it instantly. Oh. Next in the order is Apollo. What do you want to do? I am going to go ahead and dive down and I'm going to fly out as fast as possible, tucking my wings, and I'm going to try to snag it off the ground and see what happens from there. So you're just going to try to grapple it with your talons and take off? I'm also going to try to do, do damage with, with my talons, letting it sink inside its carapace. Okay, so you want to do like a crushing grapple attack? Yes. Or a, uh, I suppose it would be a claw attack, wouldn't it? Yes. Alright, so go ahead and roll to attack. Nat 20, 24. Oh, for... Ula. Apollo. Yeah. Two nat 20s in a row. <laughs> I'm listening, Apollo. <laughs> I am going to tuck my wings dive down and at the last moment open my wings so my talons just curl around and crush the carapace while I take it back up in the air and I toss it up and just start eating it between my beak. Damn, man. All right, so you do so, and you are now out of <laughs> You bastards. What do you want to do? I'm going to search around the base of the statue try to find anything that might be secret or hidden within or around the statue. See if there's any kind of uh, pocket hole or anything like that. The only thing that was found was the key around the neck. Can I take the key? You do so. Alrighty, thank you. I do have a key ring, by the way, that I keep all keys I find on it. But I have a separate key ring for the dragon keys. And that one is kept in a special secret hidden compartment that is kept on Lula's person so she can feel where they are. Like, on, like, her bodice. Because she's not paranoid at all. Well, those keys are very important. I know, I was being sarcastic. Oh, you're fine. All right, so. 
after you're done ruining my two scorpions. <laughs> you managed to get the tail of one. Finding it in quite a good state that you could easily use to make potions. You think an apothecary would pay decent money for this. I'm going to go ahead and put that put that away while I'm looking at the bottom and try to find anything else that might be and might be hidden nearby. You have searched the place clean. Oh, I guess it's time to move on. Well, the only thing that remains was the other chunk of the scorpion. I presume that you also ate. Yes. I I figured that. What do you guys want to do? Well, would you like to move on? We've cleared another room. I wouldn't call it cleared, but I'd call it less deadly. But you see that key, and I see a door over there, and I can't help but wonder, do you see a dial on that door, or is it just me? Well, let's find out. I fly over there, I plop down. My feathers are ruffling up, and I just kind of waddle over to it and inspect it. You do so. You notice that there's a small keyhole in the wall and a dial that goes up to 102. I'm going to try to do a... Oh, what do you call this again? Hold on. I'm going to try to do an insight check to see if I can see any kind of faint markings or anything that shows any kind of wound uh, down areas. Uh, that's not insight. That would be investigation. Insight is to see if someone's lying. All right. Yeah, it's all body language and mannerism. Apologies. That's the one. Hey, honest mistake happens to the best of us. So what what did you want me to roll? Uh, investigation. Got it. <laughs> you not one. Yep. You you went from a nat 20 to a nat 1. God damn. <sighs> Talk about whiplash. I stared at it so hard I passed out. No, 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 no. You've never seen this before in your life, and no one can convince you otherwise. What was he looking at? 
Ooh. a dial that reaches all the way up to the number 102. I'm going to peck it mindlessly because I don't know what it is. I'm going to stop him. Ooh. I should say it goes up to 101. Do not peck at that. Just don't touch anything. Can I roll for investigation on it? You can certainly try. Twenty-seven. Fuck's sakes. Hmm. I suppose you'll have to spin the dial and see what room it takes you to. What what dial? There's a dial next to the locked door. Can I spin it to one? You can. So is it like a lock? Is it like, um, I gotta pick it or something? You have to use the key to turn the dial. Okay, I, Mind I put you, the key it's in. it's a very flimsy key. It feels like you can oh. only turn it just the once. Um, hmm. Hmm. I don't like that. I don't like how flimsy that is. Lula, um, Lula, what are you doing? What, what, what's got you all confused? The, this door needs the key I have to turn the dial, but this key is going to break if I use it. That sounds to me like... Either we get out of here, or we go deeper to me. Can I cast Greater Restoration on the key? No, that would have to be a, a living thing, would it not? Oh. Well, hold on. Let me pull it up. Oh, fuck. I just saw it. There it is. Um. Yeah, it's a creature. Damn. I... I wish I could. There was a way for me to repair this key to make it strong, so I can use it more than once. You mean reinforce? Yeah, like reinforcing it. So what does this do? 
And what is it? This, I, I, do I, I know what the dial will do, yeah? Yes. And describe it to me again what it does. <laughs> so much higher. Shut up. To the DM. I know what this dial does, yes? Yeah. <laughs> to the DM again. Describe what it does. <laughs> Never change. Leave me alone. I am brilliantly stupid. Dial. Dial. Next to a door. This dial has a keyhole in it. No shit, Sherlock. I know. What does the dial dial do? It'll take you to any room you choose. Once. Any room. Correct. All Can the way I... from one to one hundred and one in the next deeper part of the dungeon. Or the palace, I should say. Can I ask, do we have a list of rooms we have already been in? Has anyone written that down? No. Because there are times we were all separated, so not all of us have been to the same room either. Shit. Oh, I'm aware of this. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm just looking at it, and I'm just entranced by its metal. Um, what room do we want to go to, guys? Lou uh, is asking the entire group. And I suppose the real question is, can we give Bickle? Uh, not no, that's me. Oh, I'm tired. Can we give Brimplap? The things that we found... Did we find enough things to save the town? I I don't know. It just told me to explore all the rooms and collect. Let's go to the end. I don't well, know. the beginning. How? But the thing is, how do we know if that's the beginning or the end? This could just take us deeper in. We don't know how many rooms there are. Lula... Bickle told us we were going to the Palace of a Thousand and One Rooms. Yeah? Did he not? Wait. A Thousand and One? Why are there only 101? Yeah, this dial is only for 101, so even then we couldn't make it take us to the beginning or end, because this could be 101 rooms out of a hundred, a thousand and one rooms. It actually takes you to the next house. There's multiple houses? Ten. Uh, Guys, we don't have a choice. I think we should just start at one. You're already in the first house. 
Oh. What? I'm so confused now. What? Let's go to the end. first house is the first hundred rooms. The second house is the second hundred rooms. Okay, but if there's 101 houses, that means that there's more than 1,001 rooms. There's 10 houses. Oh. Let's go to two. I'm not, once. I'm not pulling a, no, here's the thing. I'm not pulling a lighthouse. <laughs> That's a reference. My bad. Uh, we are going to the second one. I'm going to dial that in and use the key and I don't care if it breaks now. As you dial in to room 101, the key clicks in, gently snaps, and you find yourself. You appear from the portal inside the stone arch, atop the floating boulder in the foreground. The same portal that you take, leading back to the gatehouse from whence you came. They appear that has a courtyard. You notice that this palace does not leave the great doors of the gatehouse, but the courtyard is open. A strange keep lies ahead. The wind gusts around you. No sooner than you take in your surroundings, your arrival is met with the sound of trumpets that blare triumphantly from the same time all around you. Banners suddenly unfurl, showing your names, your sigils, and your deeds as you are marched into the guest house as guests of honor. And that is where we are going to end tonight's game. So there were other people. Are there other people? I don't know. Are there? You said we were marched in. That 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 rep and in. Inferences, inferences that we were uh, guided like by people. A, a magical royal procession. Ah. Uh. <laughs> You're being given the royal treatment, as it were. Ah, uh, okay. What do you have specifics of what deeds are on the banners? Nope, that'll have to wait until next game. Well, that the thing, too, is we're missing people. I know. I guess they'll have to figure out next game, too, won't they? Oh! <laughs> Did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire? <laughs> Harry, did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire? Sorry, all I could think of was the triumph. Tri triumphant ending of the Goblet of Fire where everyone just goes nuts and realizes someone is dead. Oh, yes, yeah, Cedric Diggory. Good movie. All right. Well, again, everyone, thanks for listening. The guys at Private Sharp Edge Dice, Lizards and Locations. Uh, don't forget to check out our Twitter at You Want a Podcast. Email us at You Want to Do What Podcast at gmail.com. Night, everybody. <laughs>